Hey everybody, welcome to a Kingdom Project podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Sanchez, along with Apostle Ernie Hernandez. Thank you for coming, brother. My pleasure. I'm excited <laughs> to be back. And uh, we've had a long break. Yes. But I know that uh, the Lord has something special for us to just re- recalibrate, kind of reset. Yes. Uh, we have a brand new year. So this is our first podcast yeah. for 2022. Uh, so we're really, really just expectant you know yeah. that our listeners are going to receive fresh manna hot bread right and uh, be built up be strengthened be renewed and uh, for the holy spirit to open our eyes and ears to hear and see what he has for us this year so it's a blessing yes amen i'm excited um like you said it's our first episode back from a long break um so we're excited to bring um, the word to, to all our listeners. We're excited to have you back. Um, we're going to be talking about the realities of the kingdom. Um, and we're going to be specifically focusing on Matthew chapter 13. Now, as a lot of you may know, this podcast was designed to um, be sort of like a discipleship for me but I wanted to share it with you. As you know, as you may know, Ernie's my spiritual father, and I, I'm so thankful for him and so um, blessed by the presence he has in my life. And, and to be able to share it on this podcast, uh, uh, the process of sonship, you know, that's what we're, that's what the goal is here, you know, to raise up sons. Because I think we're, we are in that seventh day, you know what I mean? Getting to um, maturity, you know, focusing on the maturity of, of, of raising up sons in the church. So, um, Ernie, as always, I, I appreciate your time here. Um, I just want to invite the Lord with us to be in the midst of us, guiding us with the Holy Spirit. Um you know, it's his will, and, and, and we want to be able to be uh, just um, representatives of him. So um, let's just pray. All right. All right. All right. Go ahead. Heavenly Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, we just thank you so much for this day of creation, this this day of being able to be a part of your, your bigger purpose in the world, Father God. And we just invite you... Um, here in the midst of us, Lord, to to speak your word, speak your truth, Father God, without yes, any mixture, uh, put down any any egos, Father God, any any um, distractions, Lord, so that we may get a clear channel, a clear alignment with you to speak word into the people, Father God, mm-hmm. and encourage them. Um, yes, Lord. With all the noise in the world, Father God, but just to to be a sanctuary for you, Father God. Um, make this channel go out to all the nations, Lord, um, to, to speak life into them, Lord. That's what we're at. That's what we're aiming for, Father God, to speak life, to ignite yes, their bones, Lord. Um, just bring bring life, bring um, refreshing waters, Lord, mm. um, into all the earth, Lord. 
um, and to all the hearts, Father God. Open up our eyes, Lord, to new revelations, Father God, and, and soften our hearts, Lord, so that we can be sponges of you, Lord, to just sponge off of your your word, Father God, and to, to um, be the perfect image and likeness of you. Yes. Lord. So that we can follow the pattern of our Lord Jesus Christ, Father God, that, that you laid the blueprints for us, Lord. Yes, Lord. After him. And so we thank you so much for this time that we can devote to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. <clears throat> amen. So um, I think it's important for us just to uh, give a little bit of details of our approach for the podcast at this point yeah. as we kind of shift uh, to Matthew 13. And so our attempt or our kind of goal is uh, to try to maybe have a shorter podcast for about half an hour okay. instead of uh, maybe an hour long or longer yeah and uh and condense not the quality but definitely the you know the quantity of what we're presenting so that um, we can focus on maybe the essence of what each particular podcast is about yeah and not try to mix too much so that's our intention and we're asking the holy spirit to help us uh, discipline ourselves so that our listeners can get the most out of it. And, and then that way um, they can continue, you know, as we uh, present the podcast, you know, in modules. Um, so this is exciting. I'm excited to dive into it. And at the same time, I want people to um, really kind of uh, be acclimated to where we are, why we're doing what we're doing in the Gospel of Matthew. Yeah. Because the Gospel of Matthew is focused mainly on uh, the Messiah King and the Kingdom of God. So it's very different in its presentation from the other Gospels, uh, which is uh, Mark, Luke, and John. And so, and it's on purpose. <clears throat> so as we look at... Um, the Gospel of Matthew, um, we realize that the focus on the kingdom of God is a priority. And so our key verse when we first started our podcast was Matthew 6.33. And in Matthew 6.33, um, Joseph, I know you, you're familiar with that verse. Um, we, we kind of like set the tone for what the podcast is all about, hence it's called Kingdom Project. Right. Um, and um, we just didn't want to use a cliche, but literally we want to, real, to realize that the kingdom of God and the message of the kingdom is progressive. Um, it's, it's something that as we um, become more established in it, it's it's a work in progress. We are a work in progress. That's right. So we don't claim that we have already arrived yet, uh, but yet we are pressing towards the high calling 
the uh, prize uh, which Christ has laid hold of us for. And so um, with that, uh, we started out, first of all, with the, um, the title of the Constitution of the Kingdom, which is not the Constitution of the United States, but the Constitution of the Kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And we um, recognized that it was uh, mainly found in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. We taught on Matthew 5, and we stayed in Matthew 5 for a long time. Um, and so it's important to understand that uh, that particular beginning um, and launching uh, was definitely inward and to reveal the reality of the kingdom inward. It's important that you understand mm. some of the details of what we're speaking about. Okay, so Matthew 5, 6, and 7 reveal the inward reality of the kingdom. Wow. It looks outward, but it's not. Okay, as we looked at the Beatitudes, and then it's it's actually divided into seven sections, okay? We're talking about the king, the constitution of the kingdom. That, between Matthew 5, 6, and 7, is divided into seven sections. The nature of kingdom people, the influence of kingdom people, the law of the kingdom and kingdom people, uh, righteousness of kingdom people, um, how kingdom people deal with riches, their attitude, okay? And again, um, just the way that kingdom people live and work, okay? So it's not about the behavior or outward living. It is the kingdom of the heavens in reality. So first of all, understand that the kingdom is reality, Okay, and that reality is within us. So Jesus said it this way. He said that the kingdom of God is without observation. Mm-hmm. So you can't see it with the physical eye. But he also said the kingdom of God is within you. So just Recognize this, that even though we may not be able to see the kingdom with the physical eye, yet it can be realized. Okay, so that's why we say that the kingdom of God is reality. Wow. It's realized within us. You can realize, recognize um, the reality of the kingdom of God within you because the kingdom of God is not eating or drinking or food. It's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So that was the focus as we were looking at Matthew 5, especially, and the Beatitudes. Okay. Now we're going to Matthew 13. Okay. Okay. So Matthew 13 reveals the outward appearance of the kingdom so first we focused on the reality of the kingdom which was inward Mm -hmm. now we're focusing uh on the outward appearance of the kingdom wow so it starts within and then once that's down 
we manifest it out. Right. And, and that's the sequence in, in the Gospel of Matthew. Reality, appearance. Now in chapter 13. Right. Okay. And in chapter 13 is more about the outward appearance of it. Mm. Okay. Gotcha. And then eventually after this, we're going to Matthew 24. Mm. 25 also, but mainly Matthew 24. And Matthew 24 is about the manifestation of the kingdom, wow. which was spoken in a prophecy by Jesus. Okay, that, that means the uh, consummation, the fullness of the kingdom uh, coming to earth. Okay, and established by the return of Jesus Christ on the earth, the manifestation, okay, of we're so we're just getting a taste right now. And so I wanted to give you that kind of background to see where we're where where we've been, where mm -hmm. we are now, and where we're going. Okay. Okay. And so today we're going to start and launch Matthew 13. All right. So let's look at the scripture, first of all. Okay. In Matthew 13, and uh, let's read verse 1, 2. Let's just read verse 1 and 2 to begin with. Okay. Go ahead. So that same day Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea, and great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. Okay. So, one of the things that I recently was um, encouraged, exhorted in, okay, reminded, is this. Details, details, details. Right. Pay attention to details. Right. By nature... I'm not a detail person. <laughs> I think okay. I think you and I are like in the natural. Yeah. Okay. I'm a bottom line person. Just give me the bottom line. I don't want to hear the amplified version of everything. <laughs> 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 and uh, and the Lord has since uh, helped me understand that coming into you know the mysteries, the parables of the kingdom. Uh, some of the figures and shadows and types of spiritual meaning that's hidden, you have to pay attention to details. Right. So let's just send up a three-second prayer and ask Holy Spirit, who is the <laughs> governor of the kingdom, to help us see the details and gain understanding. Yes. Because you can get knowledge, and we need knowledge, Okay, that's information, right. but we need to also apply understanding, which explains how things work, or right. why, right. or you know where, and the Holy Spirit is the one that explains what Jesus said. Wow. So we need Him. Because he's a spirit of truth, okay? And he's going to remind us so we remember what the Lord said or what he's even saying to you now. Wow. wow. What you're hearing. And you may hear it, but you don't understand it. Mm. Why? 
because only the Holy Spirit can explain it and reveal it to you. So we need to be detailed people. We need to have knowledge, okay? Because without knowledge, we perish, right? Mm -hmm. And we need to have now deeper understanding, yeah. okay? Um, so that we realize how things are supposed to work and what they're for um, and all that comes with understanding. But then we also need wisdom. Mm. So we need knowledge, but we need to have understanding, and then we need to apply wisdom. Right, which is the application of those two. Yes. Gotcha. Which is to be able now to actually apply what knowledge, understanding you've been given, and now, yes, um, execute it, mm. apply it, implement it. Walk it out. Walk it out. That's the wisdom right. that we need and we require to be able to be obedient. So a lot of times we think we're obedient to the Lord. But real obedience is hearing what the Lord is saying. Okay, got to hear what he's saying and then doing it. Wow. <laughs> That's obedience. So sometimes we think we're being very obedient because we're doing things that we maybe heard we're supposed to do or that, you know. So just like certain rituals or like. Yes, practices, right. traditions, you know. And I think that, you know, people do that to feel significant, I think. Like they have to feel like they're being significant, you know what I mean? They well, have to stay busy and they're yeah. tired, I think. Yes. You know. And, and we're all trying to figure it out. Right. Right. Really. Uh, but many of us end up applying our own efforts mm -hmm. to accomplish maybe what we think, you know, God's intentions are for right. us. And we must hear wow. what the Spirit is saying. And then once we hear it, do it. That's obedience. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that sounds so simple, you know? It is And simple. we complicate it. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and you'd be surprised how often you can hear what the Lord is saying. Yeah. You maybe do not recognize it mm. because there's so much traffic from the world. Yeah. Traffic and communication from the world. Or just simply because we're just too busy or we're not focused. Right. But he is speaking constantly to us and we need to, you know, tune in to his frequency and hear what the, what the Lord is telling us. Um, and so as we look right now and we start out with uh, the mysteries of the kingdom it's so important for us to really dive into it because there's some things that are happening um, that we're going to glean that we've probably never seen, never heard before. But I want to explain background what's going on, okay? Okay. So as we just read verses 1 and 2, okay, 
Uh, it says, first of all, on the day Jesus, going out of the house, sat beside the sea. Okay, it's a simple verse, but you will miss <laughs> the, the context if you don't know what's happened before right. in chapter 12, okay, and what symbolism or metaphors are being used, okay, to really get um, spiritual significance and meaning mm -hmm. from even a simple verse like this. Okay, so the so let me just give you a couple of things. Okay, um, at the end of Matthew twelve, the heavenly King Jesus, who is King of the Kingdom, having been fully rejected by the Jewish leaders, okay, made a break with them. The reason why we are receiving the mysteries of the kingdom now and are entering in is because when Jesus first came, he went first to Israel, God's chosen people, and they rejected him. And they rejected his message. They rejected the king and they rejected the message of the kingdom. Wow. They couldn't receive it. They, they couldn't recognize him. They couldn't receive his message. Mm. And so they opposed him. And even, you know, uh, tried to hinder him. And so at this point, we're going to see that Jesus made a break. And you'll see it other places too in the scripture. But he made a break with them. And that's when he turned to the Gentiles. And so it happens here in Matthew chapter 13. So look at the verse again, verse 1. It says, on the day Jesus going out of the house. Okay. Know this, that the house signifies the house of Israel. Ah. Okay. Um, you can see that in Matthew 10, verse 6. You want to look at Matthew 10, verse 6. Okay. Um, so the day Jesus going out of the house is significant, uh, which ties it to not only Matthew 12, but other places in reference to Israel. Right. So Matthew chapter 10, six says, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which means the Gentiles. No, the lost sheep of Israel. So it is oh, referring to Israel, right, the Israelites, the yeah. who were lost. Okay? Gotcha. And so he was coming to bring them back into the into the fold, you know, as the shepherd. Right. Okay. So wow. he goes first to the house of Israel to restore them, to bring them back. Okay. But... Um, the sea, as you look at that verse again, it says he went out of the house, sat by the sea. Okay? The sea signifies the Gentile world. Ah, uh, okay. So the house signifi signifies the house of Israel. The sea, it signifies the Gentile world. And uh, I'm not going to have you look up all the scriptures, okay, about that, but... If you want to look them up yourself, Daniel 7, 3, Daniel 
This is the book of Daniel 7, also verse 17. And then Revelations 17, verse 15. Okay. Um, so the Lord going out of the house to sit beside the sea signifies something that he had a break with the Jews. He forsook the house of Israel and turned to the Gentiles. It was after this that on the seashore he gave the parables about the mysteries of the kingdom. Mm -hmm. So maybe we should go back to Matthew 12 and look there at the uh, reference that, first of all, is being um, connected. Uh, Matthew 12... And let's start, it's towards the end of the chapter. Oh, where he's talking to, um, where they say, Mary and your brothers want to speak to you. Yes. Okay. You find it? Yes. Uh, okay. So starting with, um, what verse? 46. 46. Right. Go ahead. So while he was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. <laughs> <laughs> I think most Christians will look at this and be like, What is he talking about? Right. Like, that doesn't sound like Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That sounds rude. It sounds very rude. You know? And so, but there's spiritual significance here, you know? Yes. And that's what we're aiming towards. Instead of the right. superficial, you know, surface level readings of the scripture. Exactly. Gotcha. And so what we have to learn or become experienced at is interpreting parables. Mm. Because Jesus spoke in parables. Not just in Matthew 13, right? but the Bible's written like a parable. Wow. There's hidden meaning in the scriptures. And we right. miss them because, like you said, we just read the black and white letters. We read it historically, um, liturgically, ethically, you know, literary, yeah. uh, using devices, but there's more. And that's why we have to become, I think, experts at interpreting parables. Right, right. Okay, because you can misinterpret them, and then you're twisting Scripture and making it say different things that it's not really saying. You have to interpret the Scripture in context of the whole Bible. Mm. In this case, we want to interpret the Scripture in the context of the whole book of Matthew. Wow. I never heard that before. Okay. Otherwise, we're, we're going to be in error. We're, we're going to misinterpret it. Right. So that means it requires more diligence in studying. That's right. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, um, <clears throat> um, the, the mysteries of the kingdom were revealed in the church. And I'll explain that in a minute. In other words, Jesus spoke to the disciples not to the Jews. So as we're looking at Matthew 13, what we're getting a picture of 
is Jesus is speaking to his disciples and he's giving them the parables. Mm. Okay, he's no longer, you know, releasing it to um, the Jews. And that's one of the reasons why he spoke in parables. It, we'll read it later, okay? But okay. he tells the disciples, it's for you to know the mysteries of the kingdom, but not them. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds harsh, yeah. right? Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll get more interpretation of that, okay? So on that day, joins chapter 13 to 12. On the day the Lord declared that he had forsaken Israel, cut off Israel, grafted in Gentile believers. Mm. According to what we read in chapter 12 of Matthew, verses 46 through 50. So really a declaration of the Lord was being made. And that is, he no longer had anything to do with natural relatives. But he turned to believing Gentiles. Wow. That's that picture that we were looking at. That right, we read right. about. Wow. <laughs> because he came unto his own, and his own received him not. Right. So it's not specifically about his mother and his brothers, but yes... Those who did not receive him, who didn't recognize him, his own. And he explained, the ones that are part of my family are the ones that do the will of God. That's right. The will of my father. They're my true family. Wow. <laughs> Amen. That's heavy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, so... Look at verse 2, and let's go back to Matthew 13, verse 2. What does it say there in verse 2? And great crowds gathered about him, so that he got into a boat and sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach. Okay, so great crowds, we know this, followed him. Multitudes, okay, gathered to the king on the seashore. But. That doesn't mean that all those that were there in the multitudes became his relatives. Wow. There's a lot of crowds right now, a lot of multitudes, a lot of mega churches, a lot of big ministries, right? Gathering, you see them. Oh, it's awesome. It's yeah. so exciting. And it is, you know, but we can't be deceived in thinking that everybody that's there is really truly committed to Christ and following him okay. you know in uh, obedience and doing the will of the father right and, and so he stopped and then he stepped into a boat and sat and all the crowd stood on the shore so now Jesus he doesn't stay on the shore, but he steps into a boat and sits down and the people stand up. What a picture, right? Yeah. There he is in the water in this boat. He's in the sea, but he's in the boat. And, uh, and there's the people standing on the shore. So the boat was in the sea, but not of the sea. Wow. Did you get that picture? Okay. The boat was in the sea, but not of the sea. 
it signifies the church. It's a type of the church, okay? Uh, in the in, uh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. That's right. And the sea is the Gentile world. Okay, these are not believers. We're talking about the Gentile world. Okay, but the sea is a picture of the Gentile world. The boat is a picture of the church. It's in the sea, but it's not of the sea. Wow. Okay. <laughs> And so the boat is the church in the Gentile world. It was uh, in the boat, the church, that the king of the kingdom, after forsaking the Jews and turning to the Gentiles, reveals his mysteries of the kingdom in parables. I, I want us to get that picture, okay? It's important, remember, details. Detail, yeah. The king of the kingdom decides to get in the boat sit in the boat that's in the sea and the people are on the shore and it's there that he begins to speak in parables revealing the mysteries of the kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) So today we are not in the house speaking about the house of Israel nor are we in the sea but we're in the boat. We're in the boat. I want wow. you to get that picture, okay? We are in the boat with the king. We're in the boat. We're not on the seashore. Wow. <laughs> I'm in the boat. Where are you? Are I'm you in, in the, the boat? boat? <laughs> I'm in the boat. Right? <laughs> and by the way, it has to do with proximity. Okay. If you want to get the nuggets, the revelation, receive insight, you have to be close to the king, to the Lord. You've got to be in proximity. Wow. Those are the ones who get the nuggets, who things are revealed to them, receive the mysteries, you know, and experience intimacy if you're at the shore yeah you you can hear jesus you're listening to a lot of the teachings but it's not transforming you right Um, and i'm challenging those listeners today that you know maybe you've drifted right and you need to get back in the boat okay because many of us don't want to have anything to do with the boat. Wow. We don't want to be in the boat. We've decided we don't need church. And yet God uses the church to transform us. Right. You're right. And so let's look at one more verse. Matthew thirteen three. Let's read that verse. And he told them many things in parables, saying, A sower went out to sow. Okay, now we're going to get into the parables, Okay. which there's seven of them, okay? But do you want to know the mysteries of the kingdom? That's the question today. I think that's the essence of our lesson. Right. Are you really thirsting and hungering for more? Right. Or are you satisfied and settled where you are? Yeah. Because if you're satisfied and settled 
then this podcast is not going to impact you. Right. And it's not going to be applied. Yeah. Um, but if you're one of those that you're looking for more, and I think you are, I think that's why you come to this podcast because the spirit of God is drawing you to the next dimension, next level in your life. Um, you're going to be able to know the mysteries of the kingdom. He's going to unfold them to you. Okay. Right. But you must leave the house and not stand on the seashore. You need to get in the boat close right. to the Lord. Step into that greater intimacy yeah. with the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the mysteries of the kingdom were hidden from the crowds but explained to the disciples. That should be incentive for us right. to not be impressed with numbers. Where there's real growth and development happens in discipleship, you started the podcast with it. Yeah. Father-son relationships. This year, 2022, and we just had a Tuesday that had you know, zero, two, 22, 22, right. all kinds of twos. The number two in the Bible stands for testimony or witness. Mm. And the scriptures teach us that um, out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a word is established or a thing is established. It also says, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. Wow. Or if two or three agree as touching the same thing, whatever they ask for, I'll give it to them. There's these twos in the Bible that you can read and do a study on. This so significant. God works in twos. He sent them out, his disciples, when he was on the earth, two mm. at a time. Wow. He paired them specifically and he paired them intentionally with someone that you know was uh key to their assignment and what they were called to do some of them were brothers others as you see the pairing it's, it's just unique because right. some of them are are even opposites yeah. but like you said detail details you know <laughs> and so I want to encourage you at the end of this podcast that this year God is pairing us with people, specific people. Wow. I, I, I always try to encourage people that, you know, you're one person away from your destiny. Wow. God has someone new to pair you with, to partner you with. And don't get me wrong. He doesn't just pair us with one person. But it's seasonal. So many times can be for a short season. It can be for a long season. It can be a, a partner for life. Right. Um, but nonetheless, there's something happening this year. And I'm just speaking what the Lord spoke to me at the beginning of the year about pairing. Okay. And, you know, being in agreement and in alignment. How can two, it says Amos 3, 3, walk together lest they be agreed? There's something that is being aligned on purpose uh, for us to not only increase our allegiance to the Lord, but to one another and to his purpose. 
So be encouraged that if God brings somebody new or you feel drawn to someone uh, by the leading of the Lord in your life, know that that's the season that we're in uh, to create synergy. Mm. And it's being synchronized by heaven. So um, be on the lookout. Don't be surprised if all of a sudden your name comes up and you're being invited into something. Yeah. Uh, pray about it, of course. Be discerning uh, because you don't want to just join anything or any invitation, but the Lord specifically has some things for us to accomplish this year Amen. Uh, because it is the year of the testimony of the testimonies of the Lord. And we are his testimony, the church. Right. So uh, I think there's going to be a divine direction for all of us in the body of Christ to be positioned where we are destined um, to birth, you know, the purpose of God in the earth. And we'll talk about that purpose, of course, on these podcasts. But I think we've maybe come up to the end of our podcast for this first introduction. Okay. And we'll pick up from there for our next one. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, God bless you. Bye-bye.